Today's episode is being sponsored by Swiss Hospitality Guild. SHG is a training center created to meet the strong demand for specialized hospitality staff. This training concept was born from the experience and expertise of its founder, Egidio Marcato. Egidio has become a reference in the world of hospitality coaching and has had success stories in skills championships, including Swiss skills, Euro skills, and world skills, as well as the AICR World's Best Receptionist Competition. Contact SHG at www.swisshospitalityguild.com. Good afternoon and welcome to 50 Shades of Hospitality. This is Crystal Cavin, your host. Today we are pleased to welcome Judith Malavallon to our program. Welcome, Judith. It's a pleasure to have you on our podcast today. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you are currently doing? Good afternoon, uh, Crystal. Thank you very much for having me. So my name is Judith. Uh, I'm Belgian of origin or I'm also Swiss today because it's been a while that I'm in Switzerland. So I have a hospitality management background. I studied at Grillon Institute of Higher Education and then I had a pass, I would say, in hospitality, especially in front office operations. And now I'm currently a coach, employment coach at Ingeus in Lausanne. So I'll tell you more about that later if you want, but this is a little bit the overview of my career so far. So for Judith, for such a young woman, You've had a successful career as a hotel receptionist, a hospitality instructor in two well-known hospitality management schools here in Switzerland, and you are now an employment coach and trainer. Can you tell us a little more about your career choices and your career path? Yes, of course. So at the beginning, I started with hospitality management. At 14, I told my parents I want to study hospitality management. They said, are you sure? <laughs> I said, yes. <laughs> so uh, that, this is where it all started, really, when I was a teenager. And I went to uh, visit the open days of uh, mainly uh, hotel schools in Switzerland. And I really had something for Glion, which was really like a family. And, you know, I was still young at the time. So leaving my family in Belgium was already a good, a big step. Uh, so it was reassuring. So this is why I chose uh, Grillon at that time to do my studies. And this is really, um, I would say, an unforgettable experience because it's also a school of life. You learn, of course, about hospitality management, but it's also an environment where you meet people from all over the world. And this is really school of life. My dad used to say it's like military service. And it's a little bit similar, I would say, uh, in a way, yeah, of course. So it was really a great experience. And then during that period, of course, there were internships. So I did two internships during the four-year program, uh, one in south of France in a small luxury hotel. And then the other one was in Switzerland, up Montreux, actually in the Hotel Victoria, uh, which is the Relais Chateau. So this was really the beginning of a long way <laughs> to work in, uh, in the luxury environment, in fact. So after I graduated in 2013, I started to work in hotels in front office, uh, mainly in Switzerland, in Valais and in Vaux. I used to work in Borivage Palace 
uh, at the front desk. So this was really a great step also to be able to work for a palace, which was not easy. Every time I w they were telling me in um, HR, but you only have experience in four-star properties. And at some point, I think I was so fed up to hear that excuse. I said, listen, if you don't leave me a chance, I will never be able to actually put one foot in a palace. And I'm aware it's something, but uh, I'm okay for the challenge. And so this is how I started uh, at Bohivash Palace. During that period, um, it was, of course, challenging. It was um, a really, um, I would say, a, a luxurious environment. Obviously, that's the main difference between four-star and then palaces. Uh, but I enjoyed it a lot. And I got the opportunity to participate to the contest, the Busher Trophy, in 2015. As my manager at the time told me when I started in 2014, he told me, you know, every year we send candidates and every year there is a podium. So no pressure. <laughs> so I said, okay. <laughs> but I, I, you know, I, I kept that in my mind and I was like, okay, fine, we'll see. Uh, if the opportunity comes, why not? Um, so I did my job. And then uh, 2015, I told my manager, I want to go for that challenge. <laughs> and, uh, and I went for it. And then, well, I did the contest in Geneva, uh, which is a really, uh, it's a whole environment that puts you in like in a real, real life uh, situation so you also have a theoretical exam and then the biggest part is the role play where you have to handle a complicated situation and in front of a jury so this was also quite something so we were 15 candidates all over from switzerland to go for the title and i actually i won the the first place for that contest so this was really a lot of emotions uh, and i remember it always with a with a lot of um of pleasure and uh, big emotions, really. And then uh, after that, so I had the title and I also had the opportunity to participate to the worldwide contest the following year in Vienna. So this was also quite an event over several days. It was really like a congress and you had each winner of each country that gathered to meet and to go for the, I would say, the worldwide uh, competition. And so over there, uh, I ended second runner-up, so which was also uh, a lot of emotions, as you can imagine. And after that, when I returned to the hotel, so I was still in Borivash Palace at the time, and I said, I want to go and climb the steps in this hotel. And unfortunately, it was not the right timing, so I decided to go for another challenge and uh, this is where I contacted you know the former uh, the association of the alumni from Glion and then I said listen I'm looking for something challenging I don't know exactly what I know that I love training I love coaching so if you hear anything let me know and uh, I actually got a, a call uh, from a friend who told me you know um, there is an opportunity there is a position uh, available at Glion as an instructor for a front office operations so if you want to try send your application and then you'll see so I did the whole recruitment process which was quite long and several steps and then I got the, uh, the position as an instructor uh, at Glion so it was really uh, challenging, of course, to go back to where I studied as an instructor. So I, I saw some former teachers who became my colleagues, which was quite something. And I enjoyed it a lot. I learned really on the spot, huh, um, hands-on, for the practical courses, for the theoretical courses. So I, I really had a, a great time. Then 
the school had some organizational changes, so I was not really uh, feeling at my place anymore. So I decided to go for a new challenge. Huh? I like that. And uh, I actually, um, I contacted uh, someone from my network and I said, listen, um, I'm looking for something about coaching or training. Would you be uh, interested or would you know someone? And someone from the car company, uh, Audi in France, told me, yeah, we uh, have a plan, we have a program uh, launching now to really um, reorganize the uh, front office operations or the, the after-sales service for the brand. So why not work on that project? So I went for that project to go in the garage in France to go and check a little bit how they were doing and you know, coach and give advice to how they could improve their service. And then after that, I said, okay, teaching is something that I still enjoy, so I miss it. So I will look for something uh, back in Switzerland and um, apply to several uh, hotel schools. And I ended up at EHL, where they also had a position uh, available for uh, front office operations for the preparatory year for the bachelor program. So I said, okay, let's go for it. And I went again to the application process and it worked. So I started there and uh, at the beginning I was mainly in housekeeping operations for the practice and then I progressively I also did the other courses about uh, front office operations, conciergerie, guest service, handling complaints, etc. And I learned a lot also when I was uh, at that position and then COVID-19 arrived and changed a little bit everything, all priorities and everyone you know, remembers this period, of course. So I also had, you know, changing um, priorities uh, personally also. So I said, okay, um, let's see what, what I can do. And I did a skills assessment to see a little bit, okay, what are my competencies and wh where can I use them also in an, maybe another field uh, other than hotel schools. And this is how I discovered Injuice, where I work today. And I said, listen, this is really what I want to do. And the skills assessment said it this way too. So this comforted me in my <laughs> choice to go for another challenge and uh, yeah so today I'm really having a variety of tasks including coaching one-to-one -one, animating workshops doing also a bit of administrative tasks and all of that in really a multicultural team with different profiles also we are all from different backgrounds so this is really what is uh, interesting for both the working environment with the colleagues and also uh, the candidates we see are also from um, a different profile so this is a bit my path so far. So I'd like to go back to when you were awarded the best Swiss receptionist, the Boucherer Trophy in 2015, Judith. Can you tell us, you know, what that experience, what it was like for you to go through that process of training and what did it teach you? Um, a lot. <laughs> As I said, it's, it was really a great experience. Also internally, when I was uh, in front office at Borivage Palace, really the whole team was behind me and coached me to be able that I that I was really ready to go for the contest. And there was, you know, the team spirit that was already strong, that was even stronger at that time. And I will always remember my team uh, when I went for the contest. So, yeah, this is one of the main things I, I remember and I learned is the, team, the importance of team spirit. This sort of, I don't know if you can say emulation, but the, the whole atmosphere that it created when I went for the contest already, the Swiss one, and then after also the worldwide contest where there was a delegation of 
over 50 people that were with me. This is, yeah, you, you cannot imagine that when you start your career, you, you cannot expect that. And when it happens to you, you feel overwhelmed by such emotions and, and support. And then humanly speaking, I would say you also get to meet people from all over the world, uh, for the worldwide, but also even for the, the Swiss contest. It's a really unforgettable experience. And you get out of that experience, no matter the results, as I said, changed. You're grown up. I really, that's just the, the feeling I had. What did you like most about working as a hotel receptionist, Judith? Um, a lot of things. Obviously, working in a luxurious environment is really something uh, already impressive. But I would say you get to do a variety of tasks, sometimes simultaneously, <laughs> <laughs> often. <laughs> and <laughs> you really have that feeling that every day is going to be different. And that's really a chance. Plus, the people you meet... Uh, again, whether it's colleagues or whether it's customers, some of them you would never have met them in another environment. So that's also something that is quite unique in hospitality in general. But front desk is really where all starts. And I, I know I'm passionate about front desk, but um, yeah, you, you can create emotions and you see the people from the beginning until the end of their state. And, and this is a, sort of a creating a link with them. And some of them, well, you re remember all your life and sometimes even vice versa. So yeah, this is really things that are unique, I would say, about the job. Yeah, you're the, you're the face of the hotel. Yeah, exactly. You represent uh, like a, a brand ambassador of your hotel. Even out of the hotel, I would say you, you represent it. And of course, when you are working on shift there, it's the first people usually you see are the people around front office. But it's also the, the doorman, porters, the concierge, the front desk. And it's really the first impression. As we say, we can never get a second chance to do a good first impression. So yeah, it's essential. What were the downsides and challenges to working in hotels? Because we know that working in the hospitality industry is not always very easy. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. So it's a beautiful job, but it's true. I would say regarding the schedules, it's quite tough. So I'm happy I've done it. But nowadays, I, I think it would be harder to do the same job because you, you get to do uh, morning shifts or evening shifts, sometimes even night shifts. So you have to adapt constantly and there's not, uh, I would say, routine of schedule so it can change from one day to the other or the following week and you a little bit i would say um, your your rhythm is constantly triggered so that i would say this is the most difficult part yeah personally this is uh, this is what i um, i remember that was the hardest all the rest is you can you can get over easily i would say but the schedule is the, the toughest part if you want to have um, a sort of a balance with your personal life uh, this might be a little bit harder mm -hmm. You attended a prestigious hotel management school here in Switzerland, and you also worked several years in hospitality education here in Switzerland, as you mentioned. Can you tell us a little about that experience and what you enjoyed about teaching? So what I enjoyed the most about teaching is the fact that you create links again with your students. It's not customers anymore, but it's students. And you see them for a certain period of time, depending also if you have different courses you give. Of course, you see them more. This is really the most uh, unique part of the job for me is that this creation of link with students again from all over the world. And you learn a lot from them too uh, regarding their cultures and things they enjoy doing or you learn anyway. Every day you learn and they learn from you also regarding the topics you of course teach. So I would say this, yeah, this is really the most beautiful part of teaching is sharing your knowledge and at the same time creating a, 
a long-term relationship with the, the students. What is your perception and experience of hospitality education here in Switzerland? What do you think is needed? What is missing, perhaps, from hospitality education today? Because, as you said, you know, you were a student, but you were also were teaching in two very well-known hospitality schools. What do you think works well? What do you think works less? That's a tough question. <laughs> of course, I'm not objective because I love front office. <laughs> so I would say there is a tendency to give less practical hours. And for me, practice is key, especially in front office operations. Even with a lot of hours of practice, you are never fully prepared to real life uh, situations. But the more you can have, I would say the more tools you have in your toolkit box to be able to face situations uh, in real life. So I would say what's missing is really time to practice. For me, this is really the part that I was aware and this I think this is one of the reasons also why I decided to do something else and to do another challenge is I was missing that part of creation of link with the students because I was not seeing them enough for me. Uh, a few days and then the classes changed. So yeah, I was this part was for me the it is the challenge, I think. Yeah, and we are aware of the fact that several hospitality management schools have reduced practical hours. They're putting more emphasis on, you know, the idea of management and uh, which, you know, I'm not saying is not good, but most of the students that come out of a hotel management school with a bachelor's degree do not become managers. They have to often start in those front office jobs or uh, working in F&B. So, you know, I think what you're saying is probably something that maybe the hotel schools need to listen to, that students if they do want to have a successful career, if they really do want to understand the industry, they need to have more practical experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And I jump also on what you said, is that um, usually when you start your studies, uh, whatever the school, I would say the, is quite similar. Of course, the objective is to become a manager for most of the students. And it's something the schools usually tend to push and say, oh, when you get out of this school, you will get a managerial position. At some point, some of them, yes, right? But the important thing also, I think what's missing is really the truth that when you start, you start at the bottom of the ladder and then you climb up the scale. And it's also linked to the practice. Of course, the more practice you have, the more you are also able to become a manager because you know what's been done before and what obstacles your staff might encounter because you've lived it yourself. And for me, this is a good manager as well. So yeah, this is also something I would say the marketing, I would say, or the objective after the studies should be also more precise that, of course, course, you can lead to a managerial position eventually quite soon, but it's important to climb up the ladder with all the different steps. So one of the topics that has come up several times in our podcast is how women often face major challenges in the hospitality field when they decide to have a family. What has your experience been concerning this? That's a good question. When personally I had my children after uh, I left the really the front office uh, operations purely, I was already a, a teacher at the time so it was easier in a way uh, regarding the schedules but this is what I actually said a bit before is that working really in purely operations whether it's front office or any other department in a hotel usually implies schedules that are different let's say not uh, office schedules and it's true when you have children it's hard to have the balance between two it's not impossible but i would say it's harder if you consider the schedules of the daycare usually it's office uh, hours so of course you have to take uh, this into consideration so i would say it's a challenge yes if you are in australia and you have a family it's, yeah, it's something you have to face that's true mm -hmm. 
perhaps women in the hospitality industry need to have house husbands. Why not? Yes. <laughs> and it, it, I think it, it, yeah, it's uh, also a solution. Why always would it be uh, one gender to stay at home? I think it, the important is really to communicate and then to find the right balance. Of course, that's the key. Why do you think that businesses and even private educational institutions, we're talking about all different kinds of uh, businesses, schools, why do you think they are not more supportive of women uh, wanting to have children in career? I would say because it's businesses, right? Business always comes first, I think, which is a pity, but it's a reality uh, if we think about it. Now, some of them, I think, are trying to work on that, but it takes time. It's always quite slow to face changes. And I think the mentalities are sometimes a little bit old-fashioned in that way. That is the time where the woman had to stay at home and take care of the kids, and then there was not that to face. So yeah, I'm confident that things are changing slowly, but surely. I hope so, yeah. So let's talk about what you're doing now. You're currently an employment coach at NGS Switzerland, and this position also means that you give workshops, as you mentioned. Can you explain how you came to work for NGS? You talked a little bit more about it, but can you tell us kind of the story of uh, how you got their attention? Of course. So as I said, I, I was questioning myself what I wanted to do, what really made sense for me to do today, considering you know, I want a balance with my family life. Also, the fact that I run something that is also meaningful. I want to help people and uh, also to share my knowledge at the same time. So there was all sort of criteria. And this led me to, to do really a skills assessment. And it happened to be at Ingeus. And when I was there, I felt directly um, an atmosphere with a lot of, you know, positive people and willing to help the others. Yeah, I had like a feeling for, for this company. And I said to the coach that I had uh, to do the skills assessment, I told her and I said, listen, this is really something I would consider doing and I can see myself here. And she said, oh, why not? Yeah, <laughs> that, that would be, a, I wouldn't see any opposition for that. I would see yourself here. So just prepare your application and then be ready just in case. And a few months later, I had a call that there was a position uh, available. And, um, you know, I sent my application and I said, okay, let's see, fingers crossed. And then I had the whole recruitment process and it worked very well. And um, yeah, I'm really happy to, to be here uh, today and, and share actually uh, also my past experience because hospitality is as I say, it's really something you learn from it every day. And I would say also you can do anything after because you have learned certain competencies and soft skills that make you also a candidate that can have transferable skills for other jobs. So yeah, this, this is, I think, what happened for, for my case. I want to follow up with that a little bit. A lot of people say that working in the hospitality field can prepare you for so many other kinds of jobs. What other ways do you think your background in hospitality helped you and is helping you in your current position? Can you give more details, perhaps? Mm -hmm. Of course. I would say the hard skills that you have already acquired when you study hospitality, but also, of course, when you work in, in hospitality, I think of things like organization, respect, Obviously, the grooming is also part of the things that are also important. It's all details that make up the person you are and that are useful for any job. The fact that you're organized, you can prioritize different things, different tasks. 
uh, you can multitask also. <laughs> and all of that uh, with the smile makes you, I would say, suitable for other jobs, obviously, yeah? because it's also often things that are requested on job uh, ads. So yeah, I would say this is really the main points that make you ready for any other job that would require these skills. So what do you like most about working as a coach and a trainer? <laughs> well, that every day is different as well. So it's really uh, something that reminds me also of front office because I actually, I do a little bit of you know welcoming as well. Our office is in an open space. So we actually see the entrance. So we see candidates arriving and uh, if my colleague from front desk is not there, maybe talking to another colleague, well, I have really the, the automatic uh, reply and I go and I welcome the customers. And, and it was really something that my colleague said, ah, we see that you've worked in front of us because you're really going uh, two seconds, uh, you go at the front desk. So yeah, this is um, something I enjoy. The fact that it's really a, a team, I said that it's welcoming. It's, it's really uh, multicultural also different backgrounds so there's a lot of um, say open-minded people as well and the job we are doing is also something meaningful because we help people looking for a job or changing orientation if there's been a problematic of health for example and we're looking for other uh, suitable um, jobs that, that, that could be found so there's all that coaching I would say the human part uh, is really present uh, as well as the, the workshops so there's always this part where you give workshops so you create also links with other candidates not especially your candidates but others and then yeah there's different projects we can work on always um yeah ready to communicate no need to to do and fix an appointment we can go see a colleague and say oh listen i have a question what do you think about that or and yeah this kind of open culture is is really something i enjoy as well you also work for the vendome company can you tell us about that Yes, of course. So I'm a brand ambassador as well for Vendôme. So it means um, I can share news, I can share also job offers, and it's really the network for luxury um, uh, positions in, in hospitality in this case. So I think it's also complementary uh, uh, with, my, <laughs> with my job, actually. So yeah, it's, it's really a whole... Everything's linked anyway. Huh? But uh, yeah, it's something I enjoy as well. It's uh, being active on the social networks, such as LinkedIn, and then People who follow me can have also this news and it, I think it's also an opportunity. Yeah. After graduating, students often choose different hospitality career paths. For those who are ambitious and keen to explore and build a career, what would be your best advice and recommendations? Um, tough question. <laughs> There's a lot of things that I could say. The most important, something that I used to do to tell my students is be yourself. Trust in yourself. Don't be afraid of dreams because sometimes they, they can come true. And something really that's also essential is love what you do. Because if you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work anymore. So yeah, I would say, yeah, trust your instinct as well. This is things that I would say the best advice I could give. Thank you so much, Judith, for joining us today and for sharing your experiences and your very interesting career path. We wish you the best. Thank you again. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be there. Take care. Bye-bye. Today's episode is being sponsored by Swiss Hospitality Guild. SHG is a training center created to meet the strong demand for specialized hospitality staff. This training concept 
was born from the experience and expertise of its founder, Egidio Marcato. Egidio has become a reference in the world of hospitality coaching and has had success stories in skills championships, including Swiss skills, Euro skills, and world skills, as well as the AICR World's Best Receptionist Competition. Contact SHG at www.swisshospitalityguild.com.